Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the seventh episode of FNV. FNV is a show. No, <laughs> I always fuck this up. <laughs> FNV is a. It's, it's short for Friday Night VTubing Guide. You'd think that at my seventh episode, I've, I would have fucking gotten this down by now. <laughs> FNV is short for Friday Night VTubing, where I, your host, Zorastro, interview various VTubers from all over the community. In this episode, our wonderful guest will be Domi Wolf. Domi, would you mind introducing yourself? Hello. Um, my name is Dami. I uh, I am a VTuber who plays um, horror games and JRPGs. Uh, more JRPGs lately than horror games, and I am a lewd tuber. Um, so most of my content is focused around, uh, um, not necessarily not safe for work because Twitch doesn't allow that kind of thing. But we do do a lot of sex positivity and kink positivity stuff mm. on my channel. Um, so that's me in a nutshell, and I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Nice. That's a great introduction. Uh, thanks for thanks for being here. Thanks for uh, making time on this this day, which is uh, Christmas Eve. Sure, yeah, no it's problem. not it's it's not exactly tw the twenty fifth, but you know what? I I think we can make this a Christmas Eve special. <laughs> yeah, no, no problem. No problem. Where, yeah. So let me just get straight into one of our main questions. So, Domi, do you you say that you are a. Uh, 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 what? Wait, sorry, I'm I'm confused. You're like a a, a, a dog neko kemonomimi, right? I, uh, I'm a dog boy. Yeah, dog boy. Um, that one. Yeah, dog boy. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. I don't know why why that that term just completely escaped my mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but yeah, could I'm you a... tell us about your lore a bit? Yeah. Um. So I am a uh, I'm a Doberman. Um. My character's lore is kind of a little bit complicated because it mixes some stuff from personal stories that I've written in addition to some stuff that I came up just for being a VTuber. But to put it kind of short, um, I'm largely a mercenary who uh, who also does uh, practice um, BDSM and stuff like that on the sides. Um, video games, kind, video gaming is kind of a hobby of mine, something that I just sort of do between jobs. Um, to talk a little bit about my backstory, uh, I originate from a family of alchemists who have pretty much made a living off of grifting people over multiple generations. And um, in our past, we had uh, quite a few uh, prominent members of our family try and um, use magic to sort of warp reality. And as a result of that, uh, well, as a result of that, you kind of see what what you see here. <laughs> so, so the the magic the magic caused you to be a wonderful little dog boy. Uh, Not just me. Um, our uh, our family's magic caused most of mm. the world to transform into animal humanoid races. Ah. Um, my primary breed is Doberman, but mm. I also have wolf and uh, and dragon blood mixed in as well. What wolf and what blood? Sorry, I missed that wolf one. Wolf and dragon blood. Dragon blood. Ooh, mm -hmm. I like Lycanthropy that. as well as, uh, yeah. Hmm. I like that. I I also like that 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 part of your uh, lore where you said you're a mercenary. We're fellow. We're, we're homies here. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I always I always love finding out someone's a mercenary. I'm like, oh, 
Hey! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, like I said, my lore is kind of fused between different universes. Um, Final Fantasy XIV is one of those, and my mm. character in Final Fantasy XIV is predominantly a mercenary. That's like what he does for a living. And so when I transitioned over to being a VTuber, I kind of wanted to keep that aspect of the story just because I really like that profession. And it, oh, okay. it makes a lot it makes a lot of interesting uh, dynamics for an anti-hero as well, which yeah. is more or less what my character is. Yeah, that actually ties in very well with our next question of the uh, what are your biggest influence or ins influences or inspirations, if I can actually speak, um, behind your design. So you say the mercenary part uh, from your Final Fantasy character actually did play a big role and uh, yeah. like um, helped with yeah. the design. Yeah, so lore-wise, most of my influences are personal stories. I have a lot of video games that I can thank for that influence, um, the predominant one being Nier, as well as um, Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky. That pretty, that pretty much that entire series inspired Dom's backstory and um, and the, uh, the game Soul Sacrifice, which is a game that not a whole lot of people have heard of because it was an obscure Vita title that kind of perished before it's uh it's prime i think i've heard um, of it but i've never had a vita so i wouldn't really have the, had the chance to play it it's a really grim dark story about a world that's just kind of been torn asunder and mm. everyone is like these horrible amalgamation of demons and whatnot based upon vices oh and that relates very strongly to a lot of the lore that governs over my character's backstory mm. is just people becoming horrible monsters because of things that they're fixated on mm -hmm. So it's like if um, they would be, uh, what what would they become if they were like you know addicted to say drinking I guess, um, um, so like if they were addicted to like doing kink, no to to um to alcoholism if they were alcoholism al 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 oh, okay. yeah pretty much that would be somebody who is like really drunk off of their off of their uh, gluttony. Because that's kind uh, of a that's kind of a gluttony. Oh, it ties slash... into gluttony. I see. I see. Yeah, that's kind of a gluttony slash. Um, yeah, it's mostly glu it's more gluttony than anything else. I would say. Hmm. So they would just become extremely obsessed with getting more and more resources for themselves. But the thing about vices in uh, in the world that um, that my character's backstory comes from is vices often lead to really bad things. Case in point. Um, the vice which led every human uh, in the world to be transformed into animal hybrid races is the vice of power, the lust for power, which resulted in many magical spells to um, collide together and uh, rend uh, render um, reality asunder and uh. kind of create kind of create a pocket that, yeah. dimension of sorts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's really yeah. Um, as for my design, though, mm. my physical design, uh, a lot of my physical design is based upon punk subcultures. So like leather, um, straps, zippers, uh, buckles, belts, things like that are all things that I've always really liked in character designs. Not necessarily Kingdom Hearts, but like kind of more along the lines of like old style, old style grunge type thing. Oh yeah, um, and I'm also really fascinated by more uh, more of the kink side of things, which is like latex and all of that too. 
And leather. <laughs> yeah, latex, leather, all of that. <laughs> I mean, I've got huge, I've got some leather on myself. I'm I'm wearing some nice leather boots and a leather jacket, so I dig leather too. <laughs> Indeed, you are. Yes, you are. Um, yeah. Also, also ripping those dog tags from the mercenary days. <laughs> yeah. Um. That actually, I guess that that kind of also ties in with the next question: with water, who uh, inspired you to become a VTuber? So the what? I guess you you know wanting to build a character off of. Well, building the lore and then wanting to build the character with that, I'm assuming also played a big part, but is there anything else that... So, shattering character a little bit. Um, my character, Dominic, has existed for uh, probably since I was 19 years old, give or take. Hmm. Um, his family backstory has always been based upon like occult dealings or occultism and things like that, just because that was what I was fascinated by when I created his family. It's heavily oh, yeah. based upon the story Umeneko no Nakukoroni, which is a, a story about a family that is pretty much hounded by a witch that wants to claim uh, her birthright, so to speak, because she kind of helped find the family. So technically the entire family belongs to her as an asset. Um, and that's sort of part of um, what inspired Dominic's backstory. But as far as being a VTuber, it was a little bit hard to adapt that uh, without first also adapting the character. Oh yeah. And the person who the person who um, who really uh, gave me the idea for this was Melon Rose in chat. There, uh, she is my girlfriend. Um, before that, she was my creative partner. Uh, she sort of changed my point of view on VTubing and streaming as a whole, I would say. Um, oh, that's because nice. back when, yeah, well, I've only been a VTuber for about, um, a little over a year now. I started in September of last year. I mean, hey, you started that... before me then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been streaming for much longer than that. I was streaming for about four or five years before becoming a VTuber mostly just streaming final fantasy 14 or just obscure jrpgs whatever i really wanted to play at oh, the time nice. um and whenever mel watched my stream she kind of recognized that i had the character to become a vtuber like mm. because i was basically my character but at the same time like i didn't have my character on screen so uh, it was okay. more like i was playing the persona without actually having the persona yeah and um and she talked to me a lot about what being a vtuber is and just kind of walked me through like what VTubing actually is and what it can do for you and and how and, and how it can be to be a VTuber. And I decided, you know, after some thought, I decided, well, why not? I mean, it was during the uh, pandemic. We yeah. were all stuck at home. Yeah. Um, I had a job I didn't particularly enjoy doing. So I was like, why not? Maybe this is something that I might actually like. And Mel, um, in the kindness of her heart, designed my first model. And at that point, uh, I was pretty much I was pretty much sold on it. We designed it based upon my Final Fantasy fourteen character. Oh, just yeah. because that had become the greatest recognizing factor on the platform I had at the time, which was um Tumblr and Twitter, but mm. Tumblr was dead by that point. So <laughs> Tumblr. But people yeah, but people I knew recognized me as Dom. Mm -hmm. The 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 purple haired dog boy um, yeah. that you see before you. So it made sense that that should be my VTuber model. And, yeah, that, um, that, that makes a lot of sense. I can totally see that. 
Yeah, and Mel brought that into reality, and she's done a fantastic job with all of my outfits and all of the all of the aesthetics that I use on my stream and everything like that. She's made them fit my character's personality as well as my personalities. So, yeah, um. she's my she's my biggest influence in it. Um, and uh, that's yeah, that's the long and short of the answer. I'll definitely have to go check out Mel then after the stream. Uh, yeah, she's, show she's her been some doing love this as well. For, <laughs> yeah, she's been doing this for much longer than me. Oh damn, she's an OG. <laughs> she's an OG. Yeah, yeah. She used to stream. She mostly used to stream art um, hmm. on her YouTubing streams, but nowadays she's sort of, kind of tried to get into gaming as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't, you didn't have to do gaming if you don't want to, but obviously it's it's one of the most. Uh, I think it's probably the most accessible in terms of for VTubers to, you know, have content to make, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I think part of it also depends on, like, the, what the audience wants as well. Like, it's really oh, yeah. easy to it's really easy to sit and watch, like, a really chill art stream, which all of Mel's streams are really chill. So, I, I mean, I've had moments in my old job where I would just sit there and work while watching Mel's streams. Um, and video games with the right personality can be just as chill, but there are a lot of people who like, they try to take video game streams too seriously and then it becomes less chill. It becomes more about like the hardcore aesthetic and vibes and all that. Oh yeah. So, yeah. I can see that. I think I might be, I, I try to think of myself as chill, but I think I might lean towards the more hardcore because I just always, I, I, I always play a game on like the hardest difficulty. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I tend to zone out and not focus on chat for a while and just I'm just tired <laughs> of focusing on like this one fight or something or <laughs> stuff and, and, and I it, it's sometimes to my detriment but I don't think it's uh, it doesn't happen too often at least I, I hope <laughs> that I, know oh, that's I mean I mean everyone has their niches uh, yeah. there are certainly people out there who like watching those types of streams personally mm -hmm. I think that I fit more in the more comfy area but yeah i also with especially with regards to jrpgs i don't really do it so much with horror games but i i definitely do it with jrpgs hmm. uh i i consider myself to be more informational than actually entertaining i guess like when it comes to jrpgs especially when they're games that i actually have like knowledge of you'll find me tend you'll find me explaining stuff in the actual game itself and like connecting it to lore or canon and things like oh, that. Oh, I see. Cuz I really like I really like doing that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean if it's a game like Final Fantasy, the lore in Final Fantasy is probably by now like very very uh what's the word I'm looking for? Extensive. It's gotten more extensive with the release of NW. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I can see that. How long has has Final Fantasy been been around for now, or by now? At least eight years. At least, At least eight, eight years. years. I didn't play 1.0, so probably ten years, I would say. Damn, but you've been playing since you've been playing for eight years, then. Seven, eight years, yeah. Damn, that's that's yep. some dedication. I have not I have not caught myself playing a game for eight years. Hell, I think eight years ago I didn't even have proper internet to watch YouTube. So, <laughs> a lot of it. I think a lot of it is probably the fact that I'm really attached to my character, but also the game itself. Um, yeah. I mean, the the fan base I would stay away from because it certainly uh, is unpleasant, even at the best of times. But 
Um, for the most part, it's just it's just a fun game to play. There's a lot of individual opportunities for content and stuff like that in it, oh, yeah. which I like. If you don't if you don't mind me asking, what what is, what makes the the community or the fan base uh, so unpleasant? There's just a lot of people uh, in the 14 community who use vanity as something to brag about like I, I guess it's kind of a curse with any game that has a like significant following that you can create like really mm -hmm. pretty characters in or really attractive characters in in that a lot of people actually like become that character and it gets to a point where they start like they start using their clout as that character to kind of do some not so great things like i could tell you stories about the amount of people i've met or like the amount of people i've heard of who like had really pretty characters that people mm. like fawned over and they were actually a really terrible person behind the scenes um and that's kind of it, it's not a big majority but it is something that's like prevalent within the community and there's a lot of people within the community as well who don't really like to have people take responsibility for those behaviors like the the 14 community makes a lot of excuses for people with pretty characters is what i'm trying to say oh. uh, it doesn't it doesn't matter what you do it doesn't matter how bad it is like if someone has a remotely attractive character chances are they'll probably get off with it all right i can I, I see i see then so that, that I, yeah i can see how that would be <laughs> not not the yeah. most pleasant experience if people are just too vent lawyers about their or like their character they see too much into it and when like when you're around people who like practice that kind of thing especially mm. like when you're friends with them and stuff like that and you see people making excuses for individuals who like did really terrible things but like they get a pass because they're pretty yeah that's, that's yeah that's that's a bit uh it's a bit scummy in my opinion i i i, exactly. I get upset that i would i would 100 get upset at that oh uh, exactly I, I actually saw this thing the other day. Uh, it's so fucking stupid. I saw it. Uh, I, it was a, a small section of something that I saw, but someone, someone somewhere said that there's apparently a TikTok trend or something where a uh, a guy who was sent who who got a sentence. There was a TikTok trend going around of people saying "free him because he's pretty," <laughs> and I'm just oh like, no, God. why? Just oh just because God. you look good doesn't mean you you don't have to pay for your actions or your con that your actions don't have consequences. <laughs> I completely agree. And a lot, unfortunately, a lot of my um my time like with Dom as a character has unfortunately found people like that. So it's just mm. it's not something I tolerate much anymore. Yeah, I mean it's probably something you can't really avoid if if it's like that that semi quote-unquote common i guess in the fan base it's it's probably something a very difficult thing to avoid absolutely yeah yeah and it happens in the vtubing community too like there's there's oh, pockets yeah. of it in the vtubing community a lot yeah. where somebody has a nice model they they, they something happens and uh, they, they 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 did something but people are like oh yeah but i still like their model though <laughs> Yeah. Although there's also on the other side of that coin, uh, actually something that I've kind of wanted to discuss, but also not because it's kind of a con controversial topic uh, about cancel culture. 
What do you think of, oh, yeah. of that? Because like, you know, in the VTuber community, there's like almost every day there's something new. Some new drama, okay. whether it's in your circle and you know of it or not, there's always drama so, in, the, in the community. At least on so Twitter. So I think, I think the VTuber community needs to have a conversation about the importance of events and like whether or not an event needs to actually be brought to people's attention. Like there are tons of events that the VTubing community tries to turn into cancellation mm. uh, exercises, which really probably should just be conversations between two people. Like they're events yeah. that could probably be resolved a lot less messier if they were just talked about like just a little bit, like between people who like used to be friends or could potentially still be friends. And there are certainly times as well when people need to be called out. Like if there are people in the community who are like preying on other people, like for example, um, some of the people who have been called out for being um, pedophiles, for example, in the VTuber community, uh, those people, I agree, deserve to be called out because that's a very dangerous behavior. But when when you're talking about like a problem between two people and hmm. the potential that maybe one person didn't behave correctly to the other, I don't feel like that merits a call out and I don't feel like it merits cancellation. I feel like it merits a conversation between the two people. Oh, yeah. Now, if that conversation between the two turns into something like really disgusting, that's a different story. Then it can become a call out and then maybe some maybe that person should suffer some kind of repercussions for their behaviors. But I don't really understand why the VTubing community has such a fascination with taking personal, like, spats. Yeah, take and, and making and them... Making them public. <laughs> right, yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. It's like, it kind of reminds me of that guy who, like, will take screenshots of, like, Discord conversations that he didn't particularly, like, agree with and paste them in, like, public servers and ask people opinions of them. Like, it's it's, it's just that kind of vibe, and I don't, yeah. I don't agree with it. Yeah, no, I think uh, there's so much drama that could be just you know sorted out just by communication just just have a talk why did you have to call out right. the, the one person blocks the other then makes a call out post the other person eventually finds out about it and then it's just such a mess just a shit show um and it's just un it's just unpleasant too because like when it comes to these call outs some of these call outs are written so like vaguely that it's really even hard to tell like what the other person did oh yeah like, i read several vtuber call outs where like some of them are like these big long paragraphs and like yeah. you can kind of get a sense and then like there's some where like they include so many screenshots that it's really hard to like pay yeah, attention yeah, yeah. to the actual information i mean the one that i'm thinking of right now happened happened like i think last week or the week before um i won't mention it because i don't want to i don't want to uh fan the fire uh yeah. even though i'm pretty sure the fire has probably died out by now because i'm still following yeah. one of the parties because i've i have looked up to him as a content creator but in, yeah. in the original call-out post, there were like three different stuff in one tweet longer. Three different paragraphs yep. targeting three different people. And it was just such a mess. And yeah, honestly, I think... About... Hmm? Yeah, I think, I think, I think you... Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, no, I just... That, that could have so easily been just sorted out with communication. Um, it didn't, right. didn't have to be in the public eye. Uh, right so yeah yeah and with the other stuff that was added onto that uh like directly after the first very vague call out came then there was another one from a person who was actually affiliated with the main with the main person for uh they, they said they've gotten 
like six accounts of yeah. people. Yeah, you, you know, so, and and it's just I'm just you say that, but I can't I can't believe you because we can't see any truth. And on the internet, people just lie and lie and lie whenever they feel like it. So my. <laughs> This is kind of a controversial opinion. Mm. I think that people who make accusations like that and mm. don't provide evidence, because there's so many people in the VTuber community who will just say something yeah. and expect that they can get away with it because either they know people who have clout or that they have clout following them. Yeah. I think that if you make an accusation and it isn't backed by evidence or it isn't backed by some kind of like eyewitness or somebody who's willing to talk about the fact that this thing is true, that that person should really be the one who gets canceled like i really think that that's inexcusable yeah i think Especially i think in the case having that we're talking about. yeah making making a call out without having any sufficient evidence and and having the other person actually like you know suffer repercussions from that is it should you should also have some flack thrown your way for making those accusations falsely because I think I think the way that the, the the YouTuber community, at least on Twitter, is is it's very like cancel first, listen later. Is <laughs> kind of the feeling I get. Yep, yep, I agree. Yeah, completely agree. Hmm. Uh, well, let, to to get off of this very controversial and kind <laughs> of like you know negative <laughs> topic, I want to ask. Uh, so so we know that your preferred content is like JRPGs and uh, Final yeah. Fantasy and those those kinds of things. Uh, is there yeah. anything else that you like to do? Like I know you mentioned Melon likes doing art. Do you have you dabbled in art or anything else? No, I'm not an artist. <laughs> <laughs> I am not an artist. I don't do art. Um, I. I've done like chatting streams or like streams where I will like work on graphics and stuff like that, mm. but not art graphics. They're mostly like, they're mostly like VTubing PNG graphics and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So it would Generally, be like overlay kind of stuff. Yeah, overlay kind of stuff. Generally speaking, I mostly play games. That's, okay. that's mostly what I stream. Um, I play a lot of single player games. I do play some multiplayer games. I am a writer. I don't typically write on stream. In fact, I don't really remember a time where I did write on stream. But I, well, I even if you don't write well. on stream, that doesn't mean you're, you don't write. Yeah. Would, I, would you I be I willing to tell us about some about like you know uh, what's your preferred genre to write in or sure. like your um, audience that you like writing for type of Sure. Yeah. Sure. So I will say that I wrote all of my characters lore myself, um, hmm. and all of the, all of the things that, uh, that lore is like taken from. I wrote myself, not necessarily the influences, like the video games and stuff I mentioned before, but like the stuff that came from the influences. Oh yeah. Um, I wrote myself. Uh, largely speaking, the genres that I like to write, I like to write mysteries. I love to write. Um. I like to write uh, fantasy uh, stories, and right now, predominantly speaking, what I do most of my writing is kink writing and uh, and um, kind of like erotic stories is most hmm. of what I write. And most of them involve uh, most of them involve my character Dom. Um, some of them do not. It just kind of depends. Um, but a lot of my commissions are erotic in nature. Hmm. That's a, that's quite a lot of uh, a quite quite a wide uh, genre range. Yeah. Have have you, have you ever considered of doing like a, a neurotic mystery kind of thing? I have before. Um, 
mysteries are a little bit hard for me to construct because my process is very chaotic. Um, mm. So it can get a little bit hard for me to do a mystery, but I have actually considered that before. And um, my character, Dom, he, uh, he has writing as one of his hobbies, and he actually has an erotic mystery story that he works on in his spare time. Okay, that's actually pretty cool. I, I don't yeah. know if you if you'd ever uh, publish it or anything, but I'd be interested in checking it out if you do. I uh, can't yeah. wait for that. <laughs> maybe uh, one but day. <laughs> maybe one day. Hey, there's hope. There's hope for the future, guys. There's hope. <laughs> So, um, you, you mentioned earlier, you've been streaming for, what, four years by now? Four or five? Four or five years. Four yeah. or five years. Mm -hmm. what, what, what's kept you motivated with, uh, you know, what's kept you wanting to stream, kept you going? For a long time, uh, my motivations for streaming were to um, help my, my Final Fantasy XIV raid team. That was kind of what I streamed the most of Final Fantasy 14 for about hmm. two to three years after that it kind of evolved into me wanting to share like games I enjoyed with people just like JRPGs that I had played or um, games that I was interested in playing things like that and for a while um, I just kind of streamed without really caring about the audience so much but I I eventually started to get a little bit annoyed by it just because I noticed that I'd been doing it for so long and there wasn't really much of an audience to think of. Oh. I met some friends at that point and at that point my motivation kind of became not only that I wanted to get an audience but also that I kind of wanted to grow alongside my friends and I don't really have my friends anymore unfortunately they're, they're kind of gone now but um after that, once I became a VTuber, my motivation for making content pretty much became um, that I I both want to expose the audience to games that they may not know about or games that they may have, may have never heard of hmm. or never thought that they would enjoy, but also that I want to... Uh, I mainly just want to experience games that I like playing with people that like watching me play them. Yeah, you just want to share the experience. Yeah, that's pretty much as simple as it gets with me. Um, I don't really have too much of a complicated motivation beyond that. I love playing games with friends. Um, I like doing collabs. I like uh, I like um, working on projects and things like that. However, the fact that I'm not an artist and the fact that I only really write kind of makes working on projects difficult just because I can't really do any of it on my own. Um, oh, yeah. I can do like the writing and maybe like the logistics part on my own but when it comes to like actually designing assets or like stuff like that advertising and i'm not good at all of those things those things the visual not... part right yeah <laughs> you've got so you've got the back end down game. good but the visual part is also tough yeah i can i can 100 right. relate with you <laughs> right yeah so when yeah. it comes to projects i'm not a very big solo project person i mostly work in projects that like i work with somebody else like mm. i work on a lot of projects with mel predominantly but there are other people that I work with too, and um, and as far as as far as collabs go, um, I mean my motivation with collabs is just to have fun with friends. I used to do collabs uh, with people that I don't know. I don't do them anymore just because that got some. There was some bad stuff that happened with that. Uh. Um, so nowadays I only collab with people that I either know or like people that I think I might vibe with or people that I get like good vibes from. I, I don't really collab with anybody who's like 
in incredibly larger than me or somebody who like I also try not to collab with people who do a whole lot of collabs because then mm. I don't know if they're collabing because they want to play with me or if they're collabing just because they want somebody else to collab with. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I see that. I, I'm glad that I then passed the Domi check. <laughs> I'm yes, glad that yes, I was able have. to able to get you on. At least uh, we've we've been mutuals on Twitter for quite a while by now, I think. Yeah, it helps to interact. Like, if if it's somebody that I interact with or that I at least see something from, that's yeah. a different story. Um, but if it's somebody that, like, I never interact with, they never, like, ever make any attempt to, like, like any of my, like, content or anything like mm -hmm. that, that person, yeah, that's a big if. That's a yeah. big yikes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I haven't I haven't uh, been too active on, on, on your streams, but I... I most most of the time I, i'm not i don't spend too much time on twitch not gonna lie um <laughs> most of my time is in, in, in on social media and stuff where it's mostly spent on twitter so uh most of our interaction has come from there so yeah no i've i've i've, I've looked at your stuff though um <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah, that really helps when it comes to planning collabs with me because I I get I get very anxious very easily. Oh yeah. Um, especially since I have a storied history of people who only like approach me because they know they can get something from me. And it used to be, when I first started VTubing, I kind of thought that everyone was closely knit. I guess like I, I thought that everyone wanted to like help each other grow together so like I made a majority of what I did showcase other people like mm. I didn't really much worry about showcasing myself I figured if I showcase other people then that means that those people will help me grow alongside them not the case that's not true <laughs> um, there are absolutely people out there who will use you who will only approach you as a friend until they meet someone bigger than you and then they will no longer talk to you and that has been drilled into my head so <laughs> yeah I've, I've experienced that <laughs> yeah uh, yeah. That's actually the, the the kind of the thing that I want to do with the show is I want to I want to be able to showcase you know a bunch of other VTubers as well. That's why I kind of I I, I want I, I I try to be relatively uh, more on the listen side than on the talk side of this talk show. <laughs> um, yeah, no, because I I I want the the people that that are already on my channel is like you know they already know me so. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They don't right. need. They don't need me on the interview. But, but they don't. They right. might not necessarily know you. So hey, here we are. And I treat. I treat my collabs the same way. I tend to focus a lot more on my collab partners than I actually do myself. Mm. Uh, when it comes to my collab streams, generally my goal is less to get people to know me because the people who are watching usually already know me. Yeah. And more to like get them to know the person that i'm collabing with and usually it's a friend or like somebody that i at least vibe with yeah, so. yeah yeah uh with that i think we can now actually open up the the q a section so we will now be be paying more attention to chat and if you guys have any questions then please feel free we have we do already have a couple so michi earlier asked a very good question uh what's your favorite tradition 
as in you know tradition. now that now that we're yeah now that we're in in the in the christmas spirit and this is kind of a christmas special not really we're, we haven't done any focusing on christmas so <laughs> so let's do that now what what do you before before we say what our favorite traditions or or what yours are at least um what what's what's your favorite thing about christmas um, so my favorite thing about Christmas is generally the mood. Now it's a lot different lately just because of the pandemics that we've had. So the mood is not quite as easy to find as it usually mm. is. Um, but I just like the Christmas spirit, the general like good vibes that people have, the desires that some people have to get gifts for others. And, uh, you know, typically when it comes to Christmas in a normal year, not not in 2021 <laughs> definitely not in 2020 not in, um, not in COVID times right not in COVID times yeah. I typically go very far out of my way to like buy friends presents or just like do things that show mm. my appreciation to them throughout the year um I think it was in 2019 it may have been in 2018 that I started writing Christmas cards oh. um because I one of the things that I like to do in my spare time is I collect fountain pens so oh. I used to write Christmas cards with with my pens and I would like put little paw print stamps on them and mail them out so that people um, people got them. And that was something I really enjoyed doing. Uh, it was something that I was not able to do last year and I'm not able to do this year, but oh. I still enjoyed doing it. It was a lot of fun. That's that's nice. Um, I, I can't wait for you to be able to do that again because it, <laughs> it, it's 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 I, I love the, the idea of it. Um, how yeah, many, how many it, pens do you have in your collection? If I'm asked. Oh man, I've been collecting them for a while. I have I have to have at least twenty or thirty. Ooh. I have to. I get one I get one like almost every sometimes on my birthdays, I get one sometimes on Christmas. Uh it, it just depends. Um my parents and my family as a whole just they like to buy me pens, uh, for holidays hmm. um i have friends who will like buy me fountain pens and stuff like that i will buy myself fountain pens i haven't done some i haven't done so in like three years because um alongside covid i've also been managing like going from job to job and also unemployment for some time so i haven't really had the financial leeway to do that oh but it is something that i did like doing back when i mm. was stable enough to do it and i would love to be able to do it again hopefully in 2022 or yeah soon hopefully soon <laughs> please hopefully covid covid just go away yeah no yeah that that beautifully answers the question uh Something. yeah i agree with Tianjin. uh there's a there, there is a lot of sentimental value to handwritten and stuff uh absolutely yeah absolutely uh do you practice calligraphy by any chance i have in the past yes you have in the I'm, past i'm actually not i'm actually not bad at it um i'm good at it when i focus mm. but when i when i am unfocused i tend to kind of write with a flourish so it's a little bit harder to do calligraphy letters but um my 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 goal when i'm not really focused on it is i'm just trying to write whatever i'm writing as fast as possible so it ends up looking like doctor's writing and it ends up <laughs> less looking like calligraphy writing i mean hey <laughs> even 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 if i write slow my handwriting is absolutely horrible and, and not even not even a doctor could read it i know my mother works for one and he can't read it so <laughs> Yeah, uh, back when um yeah back when I used to take notes in school, I would always used to take them with my fountain pens just because I really liked the way that they wrote. Hmm, it was fun. 
I, I personally, I think I've only ever had like one fountain pen, but fountain pens do. Just the feeling of writing with fountain pens is just so nice. Uh, versus agree. like your normal, your big pen that you buy for like, what's it, like a dollar or two <laughs> at the store. <laughs> like your, 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 what's it? Your Amazon Basics pen. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Um, I mean, you can buy some pretty good fountain pens from Amazon just because Amazon does, for some reason, carry a lot of, um, a lot of pen, a lot of stationary content from other countries. Uh, I mean, I think like that's I just found... because Amazon is Amazon. Yeah, yeah, true enough. I found a lot of great fountain pens from uh, from China, for example. They write really well. They're very pretty. Um, hmm. And I found some from Japan as well. Speaking and of... one of, mm -hmm, Oh, yeah. Go no, go ahead. You go, you go. Uh, I was going to say one of my accounting pens is from Germany, actually. Oh. Is that... Would that be like a Faber-Castell or something, or...? Um... Yeah, I think it's an off-brand, like it, it's a similar make, but it's off-brand. Uh, I see, yeah. I see. I actually bought one of my friends, actually one of my mods here in chat, Nep, is lurking, so I don't know if he's here. Um, I actually bought him earlier in the year as a late birthday present. Uh, I bought him some, some a, 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 a drawing pencil set from Japan on Amazon, shipped it straight to his house because he lives a couple streets away from me. Um, wow. And yeah, I think I haven't heard too much feedback on it, but I think he's still using it and, and they're working well. I've seen I've seen <laughs> what is done with a traditional um, and, and the, the guy's pretty fucking amazing, even though he's never like actually gotten full on into art, but he's pretty fucking good. <laughs> I would hope so. I mean, I would hope that he's still using it. That sounds like an amazing gift. Yeah, I think you're still using it. <laughs> even if it, if it, even if it's not, it's the thought that counts. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but now that now that we've discussed Christmas and the Christmas spirit, uh, what's your other favorite, like favorite holiday or tradition if you have? Uh, I like Halloween. Halloween, hell yeah. Yeah. It's not really practiced here, but I dig it. <laughs> like, I don't really like do trick-or-treating or anything without friends so like it's a holiday that i typically just like pay attention to by myself oh yeah but um but i do like the vibes of halloween i like the i like the fall um the fall spirit and i i, I enjoy um yeah I, I just enjoy the general uh the general spirit of halloween hmm yeah no halloween's fun i always uh I enjoy seeing what people come up with on social on social media, because I mean I I can't personally see like what what happens because uh, down here in South Africa we didn't really celebrate Halloween at all. Like sometimes there would be like a Halloween party, but that would just be between like college students or uni students. They just hold a Halloween party between themselves and yeah. Uh, right. But I I always like seeing what what people can come up with, how their outfits look. How people decorate their house. <laughs> I've seen some some nice decorations out of how people have decorated their house for Halloween for like a Halloween party and stuff, and it's it's pretty cool. I dig it. Yeah. Uh, there was also another question from another mod of mine, Ming. Uh, he asked if you play Skyrim or have played Skyrim. So. 
Yes, I've played Skyrim. I played Skyrim for 150 hours on my PS3 back when they had the PS3 issues. And <laughs> after 150 hours, mm -hmm. my game began to deconstruct itself. Ooh. And one day, I was playing, the game crashed, and I lost all of my I lost all of my uh, all of my characters. So uh, I didn't play it after that. I know I that feeling. Revisit, I know that I, feeling. I did revisit it about two years later, uh, shortly after I got into Final Fantasy XIV to mm. try the loot mods at the time. And they were a lot of fun to play around with, and they broke one day, and I couldn't get them to work anymore, so I stopped. Yeah, no, I, I know that feeling of, of losing losing countless hours on, 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 on your characters because the, yeah. of the world dying. My, my experience yeah. is a bit different. I probably had over 1,500 hours spread Holy over a bunch shit. of characters. And I eventually completely broke my game through modding. And, Holy uh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I I had to move PCs or something. I don't know. I don't completely remember. But I wanted to get back into Skyrim. And I still had my yeah. old save files and all that. But I didn't have all of the mods. And, uh, you know, if you've got like over 500 mods and you don't have all of them and you don't know what's missing and your game fucking breaks... You just give up. <laughs> That's exactly what happens to me with the loot mods. Like, yeah. All the like all the BDSM mods and stuff were really fun, and then when it broke, it was like, all right, well, fun's over. I don't know how to fix this. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I gave up. I've wanted to go back to Skyrim, but I can't muster up the courage again. I've spent one thousand five hundred hours in that thing. It's more than I've spent in CS:GO in the last fucking four years, and it's just, oh. <laughs> I I, I I tear up a little thinking back about that. It's such a oh such a hard time. <laughs> yeah. Are sure. there are there any other like RPG type games that you've played similar to you know Skyrim? Like have you have you have you delved into into the Witcher series? You know now that season two is busy airing or has has aired. Not the Witcher. Um, I have, however, played Dragon's Dogma. Oh, my brother is currently, like, actually, right now, currently playing Dragon's Dogma. <laughs> yeah, Dragon's Dogma was a game that I really enjoyed. Um, mm. Once I got to the end, I enjoyed it a little bit less, but um, <laughs> up until that point, I enjoyed it. Um, I've played Dragon Age. Uh, I played all the Dragon Ages. Um, Inquisition was probably my least favorite, uh, uh, but I did play it. Um, I'm trying, what is the game that I'm thinking of right now that... I played a lot of that's like that, and I I just cannot think of the name off the top of my head. What's it What's it like? Um, I might oh, be Valheim. Able to help. I've played I've oh, played Valheim. Valheim. Oh. Uh, I've I've played at least a good hundred hours or so of Valheim uh, with Mel, um, who I mentioned earlier. Mm. Uh, she and I have played it for collabs uh, every Sunday. We have a little we have a little segment that we call Dog Boy Sunday that we play together on. Um, Valheim got a little bit unbearable at the fourth boss, I think it was, so we kind of stopped playing it, but it was oh. fun up until that point. Um, as far as... There's another... I know there's another RPG, and I'm trying to think of it right now. Uh, no, I can't think of it off <laughs> the top of my head, but I know that there's another one. I know that there's another one. What's your uh those are those are some good games. I've I think I've wanted to play Dragon Age the series before, but I've never gotten into it. I'm not sure if I own it. I might <laughs> I don't remember. I know my brother has played those as well. My brother's also played through Drakengard, uh 
which is the yeah yeah dragon guard's really good yeah it's yeah. the kind of quote-unquote prequel uh i think it's more like near is the no not near is it near yeah near is like the yeah follow-up spin-off yep kind of That's yeah correct. yeah 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 um one thing that I can say about Dragon Guard because my brother has tortured me with it is I do not like the music. <laughs> That's a shame. Sorry, I my uh, some of the songs my brother has played me from Dragon Guard is just not my favorite. Definitely not. Uh, That's fair. That's fair. Dragon Guard and Nier both are yeah. very musically driven series, so that makes sense. Oh yeah, no, I can I can understand that, and I would probably be able to appreciate it more if I actually played the game um right but yeah. just just hearing it on its own without like you know context or the feeling or anything it's uh, i don't think it comes across the same um as yeah. when you're like actually playing the game and you know the music kicks in and it's oh or like yeah, why am sense. i hearing boss music where if you just play me the boss music i might just be like oh <laughs> yeah yeah that makes sense yeah uh you also mentioned now that you do the the Sunday the Dog Boy Sunday part. Oh, what 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 did you call it? Is it the Dog Boy Sunday segment? Yeah, it's Dog Boy Sunday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, what what do you what games do you collab in collab with Melon then on in those segments? We typically pick chaotic games. Um, we picked Valheim just because it seemed like it would be very fun and chill, but also very chaotic just because it's an <laughs> open world game, and those tend to produce their own like types of chaos oh, um, yeah. we've played american truck simulator before we've played uh we've played um i want to say we played overcooked for dog boy sunday once um and uh i'm trying to think i know there was another game that we played for dog boy sunday but i can't remember it off the top of my head um No, I can't remember off the top of my head. But uh, but most of it has been Valheim. It's it's mostly been Valheim. Uh, we're looking to change that just because we're not really feeling Valheim anymore. Hmm. Um, so Valheim so we're, was we're the, was recent it. then for the Dogway Sundays. It would I would say we last played Valheim over maybe two months ago and then we kind of had a lot of stuff happen on Dogboy Sundays to uh. not like do it much anymore just because like it kept getting canceled or like stuff kept coming up mel was here for two weeks with me so like it was impossible to stream anything during that time just because i wasn't home um during the holiday season we like we like suspended all of our collabs so we haven't done it during the holiday season either um we were supposed to do it on halloween we had a halloween event planned uh for dog boy sunday where we were gonna play horror games together and like that very morning mel had to take her cat into the hospital oh so he had to go to the er um and she wasn't able to she wasn't able to join me for that so instead of a halloween event which it was still a halloween event kind of um but i did it solo and i kind of did it as well to sort of raise money for her in her in her uh, cat i see um, I, I hope so it wasn't, the cat's doing better now yeah, he's he's made he's made a full recovery to my ah, understanding. That's good to um, hear. But yeah, that there's just not been a whole lot of opportunity to do it since then. Hmm. All right, that's so understandable. We're to get back to it in the new year. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I like long running collabs. I also have a a long running collab on on my on Sundays as well. 
um, around now, usually, <laughs> um, with a good friend of mine, uh, also a dog tuber, uh, Susu Awu. Not sure if you know her. Probably, maybe not. I don't know. I do not know. Okay, but yeah, uh, no, we've we've had a long running uh, collab series where we do Danganronpa 2 with very bad voice acting. Um, oh, nice. Susu, I hope yeah. you're not offended if you hear this. <laughs> I really like I, I really like long running collabs. Um, I have a long running collab with Sarah uh, Serafi. Um, we play horror games together on Mondays. Um, I have some long col running collabs with Shion. Uh, Shion Kitamura. We play. Uh, well, we were playing a mystery game together, hmm. and then we started doing uh, visual novels. So we've been doing visual novels together. Um, I play Terraria with Tomae uh, every Saturday. Um, we've been doing that for a couple of months now, and um, I'm also looking to where we 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 kind of started a uh, another Terraria collab. Uh, me, uh, Mel, um, Citrus, another friend of mine um and uh and two of my final fantasy 14 friends uh rory and also ani um we started calamity terraria hmm. uh that we were going to be doing on sundays before dog boy sunday but um we kind of haven't gotten back to that too much just because of the holidays and all that yeah so um we haven't done too much of it but i enjoy long running collabs um i think that they really help uh building um a connection between two two people who stream or like yeah. two content creators yeah, yeah. and you, um, you 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 help build each other's communities together and it's like you know your community your each of your own communities you get to know each other and you know you, you build right. that relationship i i like long-running collabs right. very very uh, a, a lot <laughs> yeah same here and i also have two long-running collabs with mel as well hmm. um we play uh we play phoenix right ace attorney on fridays and then we play Fe uh, great ace attorney chronicles on saturdays Hmm. Uh, typically, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wait, so how, how often a week do you stream? I try to stream at least once or twice every day, except for Tuesdays. Tuesdays has kind of become my rest day. I've kind of forced myself to take a rest day, but before that, I was streaming seven days a week. Damn. And you said it's once or, tw once or twice a day, so you might even like do multiple streams a day. Correct. Damn! I wish I had that kind of time. I I I wish I had that availability. <laughs> Trust um, me, it's it's more it's more about energy than availability. For oh me. yeah, no, I can I, I can work, totally see that. Um, yeah, I work um I work Monday through Friday from eight to five central every day, and then after I get home, it's just depending on like how much energy I have and what I want to do with it. Damn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. I I I also think the. Uh, <laughs> If if I wanted to do that, I'd have to like make two thumbnails a day or something, and I I, I don't want to do that. <laughs> thumbnails are the worst part. I tried I tried really hard for a long time to like do all my scheduling and thumbnail making on Sundays, mm. and I just I I got so sick of it that I just stopped doing it. And I used I, to, but I got lazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just oh god, that's like the worst part. I swear. Honestly, I don't. I don't mind making the thumbnails. Making the thumbnails is fun, and uh, it's like it, I've I've done YouTube like uh, content creation here on YouTube before I became a YouTuber, uh, a VTuber. You won't find it. It's privated. Good luck. <laughs> um, but it's, it, I don't know. It's 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 kind of like ingrained in, in, ingrained in me in the culture 
of like being on YouTube, making thumbnails, and I enjoy that. Same as with editing and yeah. I think I would enjoy it more if I had more skills. Like if I was a better graphical designer, for example, or if I knew how to do like if I knew how to do like graphical stuff, I feel like I would have more fun with it. But largely I just feel unsatisfied with them. Like I, I make them thinking that like I'll be happy with them and then like once I actually like start advertising them, I'm just like I hate it. I, I just don't like it. So it's just it doesn't I mean... it's not very fun for me. I mean, I don't. I, I wouldn't call myself a graphic designer either. So, uh, <laughs> my my yeah, Photoshop true. skills are, are not the best, but it, it gets you gets the stuff done. But even then, well, it it just takes a bit. Uh, it, once you've used the program for a while, you'll get the hang of it relatively easy. I know all of the shortcuts that I use often, or for the tools that I use often. So, um, you know, it, it can be easy. I can sometimes just schedule a stream within 10 minutes. If I wanted to, I could do one right now. <laughs> if it's any consolation, I thought that the thumbnail that you made for this stream was quite nice. Oh, thanks. Well, I appreciate that. It's yeah, actually very, it's, it's very basic. <laughs> I, I, I did barely anything with it. Not going to lie. Um, I could show you exactly how after stream if you wanted. Um, it's just some some tiny little effects that I like using and I use almost always. So, uh, yeah. 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 So, uh, also welcome Sandy and Travis De Silva. If you guys have any questions for my boy Hello. Dommy here. Uh, welcome. And if anybody in chat still has any questions for my boy Dommy here, please feel free to ask. Uh, we are in the Q&A section, even though it might not entirely seem like it. We're just chatting, but still. Um, yeah, feel yeah. free. So you said you uh, do what's it overlays as or well not overlays. I know you mentioned you do graphic designing and like asset kind of stuff. But what's your favorite type of thing to do to to design or other other actually no uh, disregard that question. A better question is what would you want to do? Like say if you don't have the skills for it now, what what's something that you want to strive towards to be able to do? in the near to far future i would really love to be able to develop the skills required to like make um like graphic overlays not necessarily like um overlays for like uh for streams and whatnot but like starting soon screens or like ending screens, oh, yeah. things like that i i definitely don't have anywhere near close to the amount of time to dedicate to learning <laughs> such a thing um I honestly would probably say I don't really have the drive either. I'm just, I'm not very graphically oriented as far as that stuff goes. Um, but if I ever like had the time, if I ever felt like I could learn it, that would probably be my choice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I've, I've always, I've looked at some like, you know, uh, overlays when it comes to like, you know, starting soon, be right back, ending and stuff like that and some people are just amazing like for example my starting soon screen which uh by the way uh, to our audio only listeners uh or any visual stuff that you might want to see this has been streamed live on my youtube channel uh, youtube.com forward slash zarastro ch you can find it there um and yeah so because this this the this is streamed live on my youtube and then i upload it on my audio only platforms as a pod in podcast format on itunes spotify google podcasts and uh, 
Anchor. <laughs> um, I forgot the main one because that's where I actually upload it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so those go those episodes go live on Sundays because it takes a while for me to be able to get the VOD from YouTube. Uh, but yeah, no, I've, I've I've looked at some some designs and stuff like that. And for example, the one that I have on my streams has been done by a good friend of mine, Dicego. Um, if if, if the people who who are in have been in my chat, they probably know Dicego. Uh, so yeah, no, Dicego is pretty 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 an, an amazing artist, and that intro was actually done in Live to D. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I did not know you could do something like that in Live to D, and I've been using the program for over a year. <laughs> um, my uh, my starting soon screen and my ending screen were done by Mel. Hmm. Um, she designed all of those assets for my uh, my VTuber debut, which happened in March. I don't think I've seen your starting soon or your ending, but I have seen your main overlay. <laughs> yeah, that that but... was actually just recently designed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, your graphics look relatively clean, and I like it. Uh, yes. Pretty nice. It fits your aesthetic too. Thank you. That was yeah. the important part. Yeah, always. As long as your overlays match your aesthetic, then it. No, I don't want to say it doesn't matter what it looks like. It does still matter what it looks like. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, yeah. And this set that we're sitting on, uh, or sitting in now, was also made by a friend of mine. She was here during the stream uh, before she had to go back to work. Uh, it's done by Atypical Michi uh, on Twitter and oh, Twitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Her stuff are also down in the description. By the way, real quick before we end it off, because I think we have about reached the hour mark uh so i think we can end it off soon guys please make sure you check out dommy his, tw his uh, twitter and twitch are on screen his socials will be in the description on youtube and in the show notes on the audio only platforms please go make sure you go check him out and yeah with that let me get my script so that i can fuck it up so that i can do the outro <laughs> so Thanks everyone Good for thing. coming by and watching or listening to this episode of FNV. I have been your host, Zarastro, and I thank my wonderful guest, Domi, for joining me tonight. Make sure you all check yeah, him no out problem. on his socials and make sure you subscribe and follow whatever the hell it is on whatever platform you are on. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so that you can get notified for the next episode. I will see all of you guys in the next episode. But until then, ciao for now. <laughs>